What's up, everybody? It's Lee. You might know me as Intuition, and you're listening to Kind of Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in again this week. Uh, I'm going to get the part that you fast forward through out of the way first. Follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, on Twitter at IamDatabase. You can find us on Instagram at the same place. You can find uh, what we do together on the content portal, kindaneat.net, rolls right off the tongue. And you can find us on Twitter at That's Kind of Neat, youtube.com slash That's Kind of Neat. We're rolling along. I feel like 24 episodes uh, soon. I think this is number 23. 24 would represent uh, six months of doing this, right? 24 divided by four. Is it eight or six? I don't know. It's one of those. I'm not good at math. But yeah, we're, uh, we're going. Things are going smooth. I want to talk about something that happened on Facebook the other day. I get a lot of demos sent to me or like people like hitting me up and going, listen to my song, whether it be like, yo, I just started rapping. We should collab. Listen to my song or like, yo, you should put me on your podcast. I just started rapping. Listen to my song. I hate that shit. I've always hated that shit. Now, mind you, I used to be that guy. I've been doing this for a long time and I used to do the same shit. And so what started as a, a tweet that was going to be like, you, you know, basically don't send me your demo or like keep your music private until you're good at it turned into me going into like a little bit of a Facebook rant and it turned into like a three or four paragraph rant about, you know, if you're just starting music, it's smart not to like show people because unless you're one in a million, you probably suck when you first start, particularly if you're not like a prodigious youth that is like making real music with a piano or something. If you're a kid that's just starting to rap, Unless you're a one in a million, you suck at first. That's just what happens. There are people that are good instantly at rapping and they're naturals and they should be heard. But you should also be smart enough to like know whether you're good or you're bad. Now, when I started rapping, I was a kid that wanted to show everybody my rap music at first. And I feel like it's come to bite me in the ass because a lot of people have a first impression of my music that might be from music I made damn near 10 years ago or eight years ago or whatever. Some people love that music that I made 10, eight, seven years ago, whatever. I don't personally, I feel like I've grown a lot since then. And I feel like, uh, I wish that people didn't associate with me with a record that I started writing when I was 21. And even before that, I had music that I was showing people shitty demos and stuff. And, and really it was just, it was thirsty. And so my whole rant on Facebook was kind of like, look, rather than reaching out to your favorite artists, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and saying like, yo man, you're like my inspiration and, and check out this song that I did. I think you'll really like it. And then we should collab first and foremost. That's a very like cocky thing to do. It takes a lot of balls. You might not realize that it takes a lot of balls, but you're getting ahead of yourself. You know what I mean? If you're reaching out to somebody that you say is your inspiration, you don't want to ask them to collab because that inherently attempts to put you on the same level as somebody that you're trying to compliment. And like rappers don't want to collab with you. Like, like what's the point of, of me collabing with you as cocky as that sounds? It's like, what is the point? What would I benefit from that? I understand how it would benefit you, but how would it benefit me? Everybody wants to collab up. And then on the rare occasions you can collab on the same level and those work as well. So my rant went on to hypothesize that you should keep your music on the low for a while. If you're just starting, there are the ones that can blow up instantaneously and that's works. Get your shit out there if that's the case, but be smart enough to know that if you're still in development and you haven't found your voice yet, keep it a secret for a while. And I theorize that if you work at something 
you know, like Gladwell says about the 10,000 hours and everything like that. If you work for 10,000 hours, you become a master of your craft. So why would you want to show somebody the first fucking song that you've ever made? Because you're going to suck. And then five years down the line, when I associate your name, I'm going to think of that song that you showed me and I'm going to write you off. And in five years, you might've gotten really good because you've been practicing so much, but I'm still going to think of that first stupid fucking Facebook message you sent me. So why not avoid that? By keeping it a secret, don't tell your friends because they're going to put it on the internet and then in five years you're going to be embarrassed about your shitty song being on the internet. Live in a bubble. Fucking work on shit yourself. Get good and practice and be real enough with yourself to know when you're good enough that you should put it out. And so when I made the rant, it got a little out of control. It got like 300 likes in an hour and it got like 50 comments because I like kind of was self-deprecating about it. I was like, look... I put out music that I'm not that proud of when I was younger and people still associate me with it. And in turn, everybody took it as a, oh, I hate my debut album rant. And so everybody in the comments was going, dude, you're fucking stupid. Your first album was your best album. And like, you fucking suck now. And like, don't talk shit about your old music. We love that shit. And blah, 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 blah. If my first album is your favorite album, you're fucking dumb. I got way better. And like, there are more things to rapping than lyrics. My voice back then, I, I my tonsils used to touch each other in the back of my throat, so I, I constantly sounded like a fat kid when I was rapping, and I hate to listen to it now. Like when I listen to that first album, it makes like I get a sick feeling in my stomach, and so I just think like if that record is your favorite record, then like you uh, you need to listen to more rap music because there's way better shit out there. I guess my point is that if you like that album, <laughs> I don't think you're an idiot, but also that was not the point of my rant. The point of my rant was. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Most of being able to be a musician or to be a rapper or to be a whatever is to know when what you're doing is dope and when what you're doing fucking sucks. So be strong enough in character to know when it sucks. And when it sucks, don't reach out to people about it. And that was the end of my rant. And that was the point of my rant. Now, if you are somebody that's sending me demos, don't think this is specifically about you. Cause then after I made that rant, a bunch of people were like started messaging me and going, yo man, I'm sorry if I offended you. Like I didn't mean to, it's not about you. It's accumulation of like a bunch of people doing that and a bunch of people that just say it in the wrong way. Like also you need to remember like to not be like forceful and bossy when you're asking somebody for a favor, when it's like, yo, I just started rapping. I made this song. We should collab. No, we shouldn't. Like you should say, Oh, I would love to collab. If you ever have a chance, like be polite in how you say it. Like I have a a specific story about me making this mistake in the past. When I first released stories about nothing in like 07, I got an opportunity to open for somebody for a rapper that I really liked. And um, we had just gotten the physical copies of the record. And like, I was this just fucking hungry, but in hindsight, probably thirsty kid that like had all these physical CDs ready to sell. And and I, and I ended up like giving them to everyone that I recognized. And even some people that I didn't recognize at the show, I was like, Oh, yo, you're so-and-so here. I just put out a record, have this record. And then, Oh, Hey, you're so-and-so you're the other guy on tour with this guy. Take this record. And so the next day, this fucking guy blogged about me and said, yo, we were on tour and we stopped in this, this city and some fucking whack opening act named intuition gave us fucking five CDs. We ended up with five CDs of his on the bus And like, that makes me laugh now, but at the time I was so offended and I was like, man, fuck you. Like da, 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 became an internet war. I'm not going to name names because who cares? But you know, I had some people jump to my rescue on the internet and say like, oh, you know, you're whack for calling this kid out for this and yada, yada. But the point is, is like in hindsight, I should have just avoided that by like not giving them my demo and, um, you should avoid that too. And that's the end of my rants. And if you saw the Facebook post and you thought it was negative, I'm sorry. But whatever. Today on the show, 
we have Chippy nonstop. Chippy nonstop is someone that I see around frequently at parties, and she's a really fun performer. And um, she's playing a show on the 19th. You can go to hamoneverything.tv to find out where the show is by RSVPing. Chippy has a really interesting story. She's lived all around the globe, pretty literally, and um, she was jumping around a lot. She moved out on her own by the time she was 16, and just kind of like, um, she's pretty much the true definition of an influencer because people started following what she did seemingly in her words for no reason at first. Like she wasn't doing anything at first and people started, started following her and paying attention to what she did. And now the scene that she's involved with is becoming very influential all the way up to like, it trickles up to Miley Cyrus seemingly. So I think she has an interesting story and I, and I think that it was a good conversation. And then she uh, performed a song for us that you can find on YouTube. And, um, without any further ado, let's get right into the conversation with Chippy. Hi, buddy. What's up? I'm chilling. How are you? Amazing. This is how we start. I'm just, oh, how are you? How's the weather? (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. What brings you to Los Angeles? Because you don't reside here currently. No, but I'm moving here. Are you moving here? Yeah, in September. Oh, swag. Yeah. You looking for a roommate? Brittany. Oh, Brittany's going to be your roommate? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm here. I Well, I had a show in San Francisco, and then I have a show here on the 19th with Adam again. Yeah. And then I'm just recording and I I've been sh- or I shot a music video with Kitty. Tight. And then I have another music video I'm shooting. So I'm just like working. Just out here grinding. Yeah. I I kind of hate b- grinding, hustling words, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you hate you hate the words or you hate the act? I hate when people are like we out here grinding in the stew, you know, like mad corny. I can't. Yeah, super corny. And people <laughs> who people who feel the need to say that, I feel yeah. like they often really aren't doing shit. No, literally anyone who says they're grinding, I don't believe them. Yeah, but here <laughs> but here you are. You're really out here grinding. I'm really out here grinding. That's tight. And you, but you currently <laughs> live in New York, right? Yeah. How long have you lived in New York? I've been like in and out for like the last year, but I've officially been living there for probably like four months. Four months? How yeah. do you like it? I like it a lot. I just can't handle winter, so like I'm gonna leave when the winter starts. So you're like a snowbird? Yeah, I just like wearing booty shorts, so I can't handle <laughs> So LA is more designed for <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. But I can't drive in America, so I'm like scared to move here. Why can't you drive in America? Uh, I have like visa issues. Okay, let's talk about that. What, like, <laughs> where are you actually from, or like, where would you consider home? Do you have a home? No, like, okay. Well, everyone asks me where I'm from. Like, I probably just say the Bay Area because I live there longest, and I feel like I resonate with like that culture the most. Yeah. But, yeah well, um, when I met you, but, I, th- I thought you were like from the Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I lived there for like five years. Is so. that the longest you've ever lived someplace? Yeah. Where were you born? I was born in Dubai, but my dad had a job. He worked for Lipton, the tea company, mm-hmm. and they would transfer him to a new place every three years. Mm. I was born there, but then I moved to Africa, and then I was living in Africa, and then I was living in Toronto, which is where my passport's from, mm. Canada. Okay. And then after that, I moved to San Diego, and then the Bay, 
All right, so slow down. Let's try to hit all the cities. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about all of them. You're, right. you're born in Dubai, and like right now, Dubai is a catchphrase in America because yeah. there's like so much fucking yeah, like that they, Dubai they, kind of money. They are out there getting Arab money. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Are, that is literally where the term came from. I think yeah. maybe so. Like Dubai is this fucking city of palaces at this point. But yeah. what was it like when you were born there? Well, like I still go back there because my uncle and aunt live there. So yeah. I've been recently. Like, so when you go out there, are you just bawling out of control? Literally, like, well, I went there when I was 15, and you have to be 21 to go out or whatever yeah. and like my uncle just like hired some security guard to like follow me around to like all the clubs and like like talk to the bouncers to let me in and stuff it was like really weird but uh, <laughs> when you were 15 yeah yikes yeah it was really sketchy but yeah like i don't know the nightlife there is like really weird because i don't know it's just really strange yeah but yeah it's like when you were born there though it was empty it was literally just sand and there was like one highway and like one like sketchy mall and mm. like one like rec center kind of place where everyone just like kicked it. But your folks were living there because your dad worked for Lipton. Like, yeah. w- what was the business with Lipton out there if there was nothing in Dubai? Well, I mean, there was were, it already a I burgeoning mean, economy or something? I mean, my dad's job was to go to like different places where it wasn't established and train them. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, so we got transferred to Zambia after. Wow. Yeah. So, it was how long were you in Dubai? Till like I was like. Six. So, like, you grew up your formative childhood years there. Yeah, my childhood was in... But then I moved... Like, I feel like a lot of... I don't know. I rem- I don't remember that much of, like, growing up in Dubai. Yeah. But I remember a lot about Africa. So you moved to Zambia when you're six. Yeah. What's that like? Um, Literally, it was my house for, like... I don't know. Like, for so long, there was nothing. And just my house. And then, like, around it... There was just like huts wow. and like people selling like things that they've carved or like corn or like nuts and stuff. Like there was literally nothing. And then my school was like, um, like really far away. And I don't know. But the everyone that went to my school was like British people or like other people that were transferred there to do like. So you grew, so you still like, grew up like speaking English and everything. Oh yeah, right? no, I I spoke English my whole and life. Were your parents are your parents British? No, they're Indian. Yeah, they're Indian but, by... But they're, yeah, but they're, like, they grew up in India. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. They moved to Dubai when we were, like, born, when me and my brother were yeah. born. Like, yeah. it wasn't like they were, grow- like, staying there for a long time. Right. Folks are still together? Yeah. Yeah? Where do they live? They got arranged marriage. They're, it wasn't an arranged marriage? Yeah, they literally met one time before their wedding. Wow. My mom, like, pretty much only agreed to marry my dad because she found out that he lives outside of India and she wanted to get out. No shit. And yeah. it, was it something, like, have they grown to love each other over the years? Oh, yeah. They, like, I've literally never seen them fight one time yeah. ever. And they, like, do everything together. That's tight. Yeah. They're, like, super... I feel like maybe, maybe Indian people are onto something with arranged marriage. I feel like a lot of them work out. I mean... Really, like, if you have the same values, like, you figure it out. You know what I mean? That's how they find families. It's like they find someone with the same, like, background values, same way you grew up, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, I feel like that's the basis of what builds your character. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, well. Are they pretty progressive, though? Like, was it ever hinted, like, oh, maybe we'll make an arranged marriage for you or no? Um, they're really progressive. Like I'm like tatted and stuff and they, I says I'm a flirt.com on my arm. Yeah. Like, what's that about? They know that I can't get it right. 
Like, that's not happening. Right, right. And, like, I'm very public on the internet. I'm a rapper. So, like, I don't think that's any type of family that's but trying how, to set. But how about the publicity if it, that you would get if you fucking, oh, internet rapper, trippy <laughs> nonstop to be married by arrangement? I don't think it's worth it. I don't think the publicity is worth it to marry That would be random. all over World Star, dog. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> I've actually been on World Star, though. Tight. For what? <laughs> My song with Andy Milanakis. Oh, yeah, yeah, called yeah. Party With Your Pussy Party out. With Your Pussy Out. I yeah. just watched that the other day. <laughs> That's so, I was trying to prepare for this, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot that she did this song with Andy. <laughs> and then I did a song with Stunaman. Yeah. Call Use a Chote. It was the first song I ever, like. Use a what? Chote. It means bitch in Hindi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. You're incorporating your fucking yeah, yeah. culture, you know what I'm saying, into the hip-hop world. <laughs> My mom was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> So you're in Zambia and yeah. you're living in a house, but everybody else lives in huts. Well, there was houses, but like everything was just like so spread out. They yeah. had to like build the house for us to move in. Right, right. So yeah, like everyone had like custom houses yeah. that lived there. Pretty so much. you went to school with a bunch of British kids though. Yeah, like British kids. There was a lot of Indian people there for some reason also. Yeah. But they were all like British Indian. Like Indians with British accents. But yeah. your parents have like f- the full on Indian accent when they speak yeah. English. Did you grow up with any kind of accent? No, I didn't really have an accent. Yeah. Like you just sounded American or what? Um, yeah, I think I just sounded American. I don't know. I can't even remember. You when just grew I- up watching too much MTV or like, Yeah, I guess no, so. Was- Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so what, what was school like in Zambia? <laughs> it was cool. It was, it was weird. It was all, like the whole school was like outdoors. Uniforms? And- Did you have to wear yeah, uniforms? Yeah, I wore this like hideous uniform. Yeah. Wait, this is the funniest part. My school was called Simba School. <laughs> Like, no joke. <laughs> what, like, what? how is that, like, a thing? Like, in Africa, and it's literally called Simba School. Was that, like, on the nose? Like, did they name it after Simba, or was I, it just coincidence? I don't even fucking know, yeah. but, like, the logo was, like, literally Simba. Really? Like, like the Disney I character. I mean, it didn't look exactly like him, but it was, like, very similar. It was, like, on our uniform, and the uniform was so ugly. It was, like, a short dress that was checkered um, orange and white. Wow. Like, so hideous i mean you're pretty fashion forward at this point (laughs) like uh you definitely have a a defined style yeah well my mom is like really into like she was used to be really into fashion she she was a dance teacher and um aerobics instructor swag and yeah she was like sponsored by like nike and stuff nice she was like in in dubai she was like on top of like magazines and stuff oh so mom's foxy yeah she used to be really i mean she's still like young looking with the school uniform stuff, were you like fresh printing it out, or like did you like did you modif- um, did you start modifying your no? Your I, well, I, when I was in Canada, I also had a uniform, so I yeah. used to like get my skirts like hemmed and like mm. bedazzle them and stuff. But nice. not when I was in like elementary school because they were really strict in Africa. Like they would literally like hit you with rulers and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you did you get hit with the ruler? Um, were you, one were time, you a well behaved kid? Um, I was really well behaved until high school. Mm. Yeah. Good grades and stuff? I got good grades all, like, even in high school. Even when but you were rebelling? I, yeah, I was just a stoner. Yeah, yeah. In high school, though. I want to keep talking about Africa a little bit. I find that so interesting, because I'm sure... It was weird. When you're growing up there, you probably don't realize how unique that is. Well, yeah, I didn't realize, like... But, like, for some reason... It, it was kind of like I wasn't living in Africa, but I was. Right. Because, like, all the things, like... I wouldn't, like really be like culturally like associated with like people that actually live there mm-hmm. but i feel like now that i when i if i go there i would want to be like way more involved with the culture yeah. but then i was just like so like oh i'm living my life and everyone else around is yeah. living their life is it just like saharan plains everywhere is it like all 
Like what's Zam- what's what's Zam- the, what's the, the agriculture? Yeah, yeah I mean, what? it's like Zambia is like really green. Okay. Yeah, it's not really like deserty. It's very green. It used to be like a gold mining okay. town. Yeah, yeah. Um, then British came of, and stole everything, so it's like course. really poor. It was really poor when I was there. White people are fucked up. Yeah, there was literally one grocery store, and then also like one like like nightclub thing, which was also the only restaurant, which was also like the place where people go to like work out mm. and like where all people play like basketball. And there was like a park there mm-hmm. that was like it was like everything in one. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much the only thing people would ever do. And, like, you know, of course, being a white dude in America, and I think of Africa, I'm like, oh, were there, like, giraffes and shit running around? Wait, actually, like, literally, there were there are wild animals, like, everywhere. Really? Like, Zan- like what would you see? Buffaloes. Yeah. And, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, goats and buffaloes. Yeah. And same with India. Like, when I go to India, I literally am, like, terrified walking down the street because, like, a goat will just be, like, coming towards me. I'll be like, fuck. Like, I can't so you scared of goats? This. I'm scared of every animal. Really? Literally even a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from? I don't know. I was attacked by my dog in Africa one time. What kind of dog was it? It was a Rottweiler pit bull. Ooh, that's a scary dog it to be attacked by. It was a guard dog. By. Yeah, yeah. That seems, yeah. That seems frightening. That would, like, that would scar would, you. You know what's weird? Like, I would treat it like it was, like, my pet, but it was, like, a guard dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it would attack anyone that would, like, come. Wow. Uninvited. But you guys just got attacked that once and you learned your lesson. Huh? Um, And I had, like, all growing up, I had, like, this nanny that, like, grew up with us. Mm-hmm. Or, like, she, like, came with us to everywhere. Yeah. And she bit... Or my dog bit, like, a chunk out of her arm. Jesus Christ. And, like, she was, like... I don't know, like someone that was like kind of like a mother figure, you know? Yeah. So I was like scarred by all of that. How long was she with you guys? Since before, like my brother's um, six years older than me. Mm-hmm. So she came when my brother was born till we left because she couldn't get a visa to come to Canada. Okay. So just till I Where, was. She was from India as well? She was from India, yeah. So uh, just one older brother? Yeah. Six years of difference. Like, uh, you know, he that was. That's a big difference. Yeah, it's. I mean, we like were not close until probably like two years ago. We're actually working on an app together, and it comes out like next month. It's a twerking app. A twerking app. Yeah. We'll get back to that. <laughs> we will go there in a while. Okay. Uh, um. So, were your parents disengaged? Like, was the nanny more of a mother figure? Or, or was- um. It wasn't that. Like, I don't know. I feel like all in Dubai, like, and like. Really, like all Indian families have, mm-hmm. for some reason, have like a, a live-in nanny. A live-in nanny. Yeah. But like she was, I don't know. My mom was always around, though. It wasn't yeah. like that. But I heard an reason, interview with an Indian comedian one time, uh, and he was talking about like he grew up with a nanny, but like she had to sleep in nanny quarter, like yeah, a, a, like no. on the floor basically, and like she she couldn't be part of the dinner table and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, she can't. She wasn't like like my parents are way more like chill about yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like she had a, like a lavish life. Like she oh, was chill. Do you still keep in contact with her? Um. No, not at all. I don't even know where in the world she is and i think she mightn't i don't know if she's still alive she was really old oh she was like because i feel like they do that like so they have like you know somewhere to live yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well it's not really even opportunity i don't know there's somewhere to live for free kind of right like we wouldn't pay her like a lot or anything but But was it heartbroken when you guys had to separate or was it heartbreaking when you had to separate um yeah, well, like, I, I kind of, like, it was, like, a love-hate relationship, so I was, like, happy because she would, like, make me do things that I didn't want to do 
and stuff. So like, but it's not your mom, so you can treat her like kind of shitty. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like kind of happy, but then once like she actually like left, it was like sad. Once you once it sunk in. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, it was weird. But I don't really like. I don't know. I feel like I don't remember that much of her. So what age were you when you moved from Zambia to Canada? I was nine. And then and you moved to Toronto? Yeah. Which is kind of like the New York but of Canada. It yeah? was like a suburb. It was like in, yeah, it wasn't like the city. It was yeah. called Oakville. It was like a suburb. Shout out to Oakville. Yeah, but it was literally only like... Putting Oakville on the map. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, there's a like pop star from there that I met recently. and She's Indian too. Swag. Yeah, it's really random. You have a big fan base in India? Um, okay, wait, I keep getting, like, all these, like, really fucking weird Facebook messages of people speaking in Tamil, which is not my dialect, Indian What is, di- what is your d- dialect? Hindi. Okay. Yeah. You, I, s- you speak fluently? Yeah, but I would rather not. Like, it's it's not my, like, first thought. Yeah. So I would rather speak in English. So we can't do the rest of the podcast? In, no. I mean, I'm, it, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> we could, <laughs> but that would be, like... One person. I doubt anyone that listens to this podcast speaks Hindi. I kind of doubt that as well. <laughs> I certainly don't, so it would make yeah. no sense to me either. But um, so you moved to Toronto, and is yeah. that where you start like hating the winters or what? Yeah, it was terrible. Like literally, that has to be so a big bad. juxtaposition to go from like I will- sunny Zambia and Dubai to like yeah. fucking. Well, dreary also Toronto. fucking like I was sent there like a few months ago because my visa expired. And it was, oh, it was winter time. And literally I didn't, I, it was, I was there for four weeks. I went outside maybe three times. Really? How does that work you, with the visa stuff? Like, is it, it, it seems like a process. Well, I was with, I was on a certain visa and then that one expired and then I, they wouldn't let me renew it. Uh. So I just came back and said I was visiting. And then you just and stayed. So now I'm visiting. Oh, you're visiting. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, hey, Le Migra, if you're listening, <laughs> this is all just allegedly, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm allowed to, like, be traveling around America, so oh, okay. it's, like, not... You just can't get, like, a residency. Yeah. I mean, are you ever going to be able to get dual citizenship, you think? Um. Well, I'm just hoping that I get, like, some kind of, like, publishing thing that I, that the company can sponsor me or something. Mm, right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it scary living on the lamb right now? Um, I'm, I kind of don't think about it, Yeah, but the folks are still in Canada. No, they live in California. They oh. have, they have visas though, Oh, but why, once you're 20, why can't they sponsor you? I turned 21. Oh. So after that, you're on your own. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I got kicked out because I turned 21. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. So like, what does it take to have, well, like, what are the qualifications to get a, a I visa? honestly have like no idea, but like I, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Like, yeah. you either have to be sponsored by a work, uh-huh. and it has to be, like, a creative outlet that no one else can do the job or something like that. And that's where Chippy Nonstop comes in. Yeah, so hopefully that happens. Nice. So what's uh, what's Toronto like as a kid? Is that That's where you go to high school and stuff? Um, No, I went to... Well, I went to... I was homeschooled in San Diego. Like, I went to school for, like... I went to high school for, like, two years. Uh-huh. But then I was, like, over it. And then I graduated when I was 16. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you're pretty bright. Um, I mean, homeschool is just like way accelerated. Okay. It's not like. Yeah. Why did you decide to homeschool? Homeschool. Um, I was kind of just like a loner stoner. Mm. <laughs> what What age did drugs come into the picture? Um. Or not drugs, but weed. Like fifteen. Yeah. Uh, when where were you? I was in. I was in California. So you moved to California. Parents still working for Lipton. That's why. No, I my dad quit. Oh. He quit when we moved to Canada. Okay. What was he doing out there? 
Um, he has this company called Expense Reduction Analyst, mm. and they like go to companies and see like where they're spending excessively, mm. and like reduces all costs. Like sh- he like works with like FedEx and like things like that. Shout out to uh, Expense Reduction Analyst. Analysts, you know, yeah. <laughs> this episode brought to you by <laughs> sponsor. I feel pops. like I'm like saying a bunch of things that are going to sponsor you from things. I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I hope that we get sponsored by the, Yo, just the country of Gatorade, Dubai. Yeah. All, all things that I want to be sponsored by. Yo, vitamin water. We see you. What's up? <laughs> no, but <laughs> so, uh, dad starts his own business and you guys end up yeah. in California and you're on yeah. your visa and everything. So my dad's like obsessed with like San- golf. So he wanted to move to San Diego. San Diego. Just what? randomly. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Literally of, what what did you think of San Diego? I hate it. Uh, you don't seem like that's why, like that's why I literally wanted to leave i wanted i moved to san francisco when i was 16 san diego seems kind of like broed out maybe i or, fucking hate it yeah like i don't know what to do like i'm not like a person that likes to like lurk on the beach yeah or whatever when did the internet become a big part of your life oh i've been age? had on the internet okay like what <laughs> when did you i well like, i was a myspace person uh-huh. i'm like that person that like has too much shit on their myspace that you're like wow you the need page to crash yeah like crashes. you need to unglitterize your page right yeah. now because it's mad like high feet. i mean what myspace <laughs> must have started when you were like 12 or something um yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, I had Zanga. I had everything. I've so had... you're just already out here. Oh on yeah, the I like literally a bit. Of, I was like on AOL chat, like talking to randoms. Yeah. I used to like go on this like dumb game on Shockwave called Inklink. Uh huh. But like it was like a game where you're supposed to like draw like the thing that you're, or and like people. It's like what's that game? You draw what you want. Oh yeah, and yeah. I know people guess what it is. Right, whatever. Right, right. Um, but I like didn't even play the game. I just chatted with everyone that was playing the game. Now, w- do you think <laughs> that you like disengaged from real life and just sucked yourself into the internet, or what? Oh, like, yeah. like, did you have real friends when you moved to San Diego? Um, I had like two friends. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you guys do in real life? Be on the internet. Be on the internet. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really like very social in high school, like. Because I just moved to California and I was already living like such a weird life. And I was like kind of like a weirdo kid, you know. And did you kind of feel like maybe you're just going to end up moving again anyway? So what's the point? Yeah, I was like really into leaving as soon as possible and being by myself, Mm. like without my family and like being independent. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why I like just did the accelerated program. And I was like, I'm going to move to San Francisco. What was it that appealed to you about the Internet at a young age? Um. Well, I just like talking to strangers and Why? being like weird. I don't know. I guess it's like a fantasy world. When at that time, like at that time, I was like faking to be like random people and like saying dumb shit and just trolling. Yeah, yeah. And I really like doing graphics and like stuff. So I like like making my pages and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so. Who dumb. are who are who are some of the characters that you would be online? Like, did you ever tell people that you were like celebrities and shit? <laughs> like, I would like fuck with them, like play like wait, what's like cyber with them, and then like and then at the end being like, oh, I'm really twelve, so I'm gonna like tie you up to a chair and then call the police and get you arrested. <laughs> like, how, how, it was so dumb. How would people react to that? They're like, I don't know, upset, but they don't care. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, oh, like I, they're I, like on to the next cyber bitch. They're like, oh, I already came. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally, that's gross. <laughs> that's too. Funny. I was like really bad at cybering though. Like I, I would like just copy and paste shit from like other cybers that I saw <laughs> online. 
<laughs> that's too funny but you you were you didn't get into like sending pictures and stuff oh right? no i wasn't Good. i wasn't like slutty on the internet i was just like yeah i wasn't a slut on the internet Tight. for sure so like how did you like find a break from the internet long enough to start getting into weed and shit oh i would just sit and smoke weed and be on the internet what was your first experience with weed um my friend um my one of my only friends he was like a weed dealer when i was like 15 how old was he like 15 yeah <laughs> like what but was he a friend that was really trying to... He was in love with you secretly? I hope so. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, like, recently messaged me, and he was like, oh, I heard you're a rapper now. Yeah. And, like, now he's, like, lingering me, but I'm not down anymore. He's like, I heard you're a rapper now. I'm the biggest weed dealer in California. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, he, he like, literally straight edge now. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't talk to him anymore. Paths go different ways, you know? Yeah, was, I feel like a lot of people that, like, do a lot of drugs just become straight edge, like, after a few years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really keep in touch with anyone from, like, any other part of my life, I feel like. Just the internet. Yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier in the car, and, like, uh, you and Brittany were both saying that basically you could turn off your text and, and phone yeah. services, and so long as you have unlimited internet, you'd yeah. be straight. Chillin'. Yeah. Are you ever off your phone? Um... Well, okay, this is, I had my internet off my phone for three weeks because when I went to Canada, I, like, overused my um, data and I wasn't supposed to because it's, like, overseas. Mm -hmm. And they switched off my 3G, like, com or, like, my 4G connection, yeah, like, completely. You better say 4G. We balling I always here. Say, we balling in here. I always say 3G, but I meant 4G. We don't fuck with that 3G shit. <laughs> they switched it off completely, so I didn't have it for, like, two months and I was, like, going insane. Really? But I'm back to sanity now. Because you're back on the internet. I'm back on the internet. Yeah. So <laughs> when did you move to the Bay and stay there for five years? Um, When I was 16. When you were 16. Oh, yeah. So you moved there by yourself. Yeah. How, like, what is... That's scary to me. Like, what what did you do as a 16-year-old in the Bay by yourself? Like, how did you decide that? Where did you stay? Um. Well, I, like, was writing... I wanted to write about music, mm -hmm. but I wasn't making any... And then, and fashion, I want to write about fashion. And what then, inspired you to just want to write about music? Um, I just like, well, when I'm on the internet, I'm like, you know, lurking music. I was like a huge, like, music lurk. Like, I would what find, kind of like... What kind of music was it at that age? It was rap and pop. How did you find <laughs> out about rap in all the, like, weird places that you I live? mean, it, everywhere you live, they listen to rap. But fools in Africa were still listening yeah. to, like, snow? Maybe, They're like, in phone. Well, not snow. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> What were they listening to? Well, like, just, like, mainstream rap. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I like Spice Girls and, like, shit like that. Or Spice Girls? I feel like Spice Girls are a big influence on you still. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah? No. The, I was, like, a gigantic Spice Girls fan. Like, I would dress up like them and, like... Which one was Put your on, favorite? like, little skits. Well, I want. I liked Baby, but I knew that I couldn't be Baby because I'm brown. Yeah, yeah. So I'd always have to be, like, scary. You size. have to be scary. But I don't... I was like, why do I have to be scary? Like, my friends would always... We, like, do little skits and, like, be, you know, Spice Girls. Yeah. And I'd always be scary. I'd be like, I want to be Baby. And that was your first experience with racial inequality? Or yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> I'm like, great. damn racist white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can put my hair in pigtails and just be Baby. They're like, you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny so you're already into rap as a youngster then yeah what kind i mean of rap? my brother was a lot older than me so like he used to like play a lot of like eminem and like mm. and i'd be like dancing to that but like not even knowing like i was young when and like a bunch of just like mainstream rap like, yeah i still honestly like everyone thinks that i listen to like super like underground shit and i'm like no i literally listen to miley cyrus 
Miley's uh, she's <laughs> really going through a renaissance phase right oh, now. I'm, you know, I feel like she kind of uh, stole my personal brand. Just saying, I would agree. I feel I feel like she lurks I, all she lurks all of you guys and kind of like I feel like I was like I was twerking on stage for Juicy J way before and she stole my <laughs> she oh, stole my slack. You hear that, Miley? Uh, <laughs> we have beef with you. I honestly am like the biggest Miley Cyrus fan. That's like the only song I listen to, the We Can't Stop one. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that gif? I'm sure you have the gif of like, or it was like a vine that did really well. It was like, this is what Miley's actually saying in the video. And it's oh, like, yeah. she's like, hmm, ha. That shit is hilarious. I heard she's addicted to Molly. Like, actually. Really? I don't know how you get addicted to Molly, but she is. Huh. That's uh. It was like on top. It was like. It's very a, on trend. It was like on all the tabloids. Back in the first rave uh, generation yeah. in, in the late 90s. Wait, were you part of the rave generation? No, I wasn't a raver, but I mean, I, I saw it. I was there. <laughs> I was there when. Were, have you been had listening only to rap music? No, no. I listened to all kinds. of I barely listened to any rap music, Wait, to be honest. What do you listen to? Uh, <laughs> Currently? Yeah. I don't know. Uh... Selena Gomez. No, not Selena. <laughs> the, I mean, actually, the last, uh, the last, like, uh, fuck, I don't even know what the last. I guess the last record I really got into was like, yeah, w- I have that on random. Like my iPod yeah. stays on random pretty much. So yeah. I, yeah, the Waves record was good. The last James Blake record was really good. I'm looking forward to like the King Cruel album, shit like that. Yeah. Anyways, this isn't about <laughs> me. Don't try to don't try to flip my shit. <laughs> Wait, uh, the interviewer becomes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get uncomfortable talking about <laughs> myself. So uh, I think you're down. I like to be mysterious. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't uh, believe you. <laughs> stop. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so the first Molly. the first rave generation, right? Yeah. Back in the 90s. Like, yeah. I was around that. I was doing yeah. drugs at the time, but I wasn't doing ecstasy. But ecstasy yeah. was, like, a huge thing in the yeah. late 90s and the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like around 97, 98, it, it reached Alaska and got really big. Yeah. But I remember reading articles even back then of, like, people that were doing too much of it. And they would, like, run out of, um, you know, the hormones that make yeah. you happy. Dopamine or whatever. Yeah. Like, you would go through, like, lack of dopamine. And you just literally couldn't be happy anymore yeah. unless you were on ecstasy. Because their receptors or whatever got all fucking crisscrossed. So maybe that's was happening to Miley. Yeah. Miley. Well, like in that video, she's literally on a bed, like rolling, like feeling herself up and yeah. stuff. I'm like, this oh is yeah. How, how many people on Twitter call themselves Molly Cyrus? Huh? Is that a popular <laughs> Twitter handle? Is it? I don't know. If not, you should. I, mean, I feel like you should call yourself Molly Cyrus. I mean, yeah. It's pretty but- swag. I'm I'm down with that name, but I'd rather like a linger have it. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to be like that yeah, associated yeah, yeah. with it. I got you. <laughs> so yeah, Miley's jocking your steez. Yeah, yeah. I feel like right now the <laughs> the kind of subculture. That- I literally made a EP called Global School of Twerk two years ago. And what did she say? Something about global? No, I'm just saying like she's all about twerking, and I made a twerking you, thing two years ago. Do you feel like twerking is jumping the shark? I honestly am like just beyond. I've been had like over twerking. Yeah. But like it's just fun to dance like that. Yeah. But it's like I'm sick of people talking about it, but I'm still gonna like get money off of it. Yeah. It seems <laughs> you know? like this, this strange co opting of of culture by white girls like, yeah it's, well it's i was weird. watching i was watching um it's weird to see something that's been around for so long be taken on in, in an ironic form or something yeah it was so weird i was watching or listening to hot 97 and yeah. P- was it peter rosenberg yeah, yeah. he was talking about how like if a black girl like is like twerking you're like oh shit that's gross like she's being a slut but if like a white girl's doing it, it's like ironic and cute oh, it's so cute yeah it's like oh my god look at the white girl trying to shake her butt like right, that's right. so adorable right and a lot of these white girls are really just shaking bones yeah i'm like miley has no booty yeah there's no but there's, she's good at twerking she can she can shake it yeah her hips don't lie 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much hips involved in twerking, but okay, or zero. My bad. I've I've not tried. It's all the in technique. the back and booty, yeah. and arch your back and bend your knees. All right, now I know. Now I Wait, know. Wait, that's the song. Arch your back, bend your knees. Is that a song, or did you I just guess. come with a hook? <laughs> I just made that up. That's right the now. new the new hit single <laughs> from Chippy Nonstop. Arch your back and bend your Get knees. Get it on iTunes. <laughs> Bang. So you're a kid and you move to the Bay. You move and, up there okay, to be yeah. a music journalist because yeah. you liked mainstream rap music. Well, I just wanted to write about music and be around like that scene. Yeah, yeah. You're 21, so when you were 16, this is f- what five years ago. Yeah. It, which is crazy because like that's like your formative years, and so like when. When you talk about like mainstream rap from five years ago being like the old, like that's your old school kind of. Yeah, literally. Like, dude, that is like, I, I was already such a grown up. I literally so think I, two years ago is old school. Right, right. So like, <laughs> so like besides Eminem, like just drop some names of that were like influential on you well, five like, years ago. Like literally like Nelly and like yeah. T.I. <laughs> were you too young for Ja Rule? Did you? Oh, m- no, I fucked with Ja Rule. Yeah. There was like, I, I was a huge Ja Rule fan. I remember like sitting like in Canada, like. We had a basement, and I would just like sit uh, like downstairs listening to Ja Rule and yeah. J Lo. Like on I feel the, like people forget that in, in, like in, the annal, in the annals of history, there was like a fucking summer of Ja Rule. Oh, there was. He yeah. was on every fucking hit record. He was, was like the little Wayne. Ja he was like the little Wayne of that summer, or like currently the two chains of that summer. Yeah, maybe. two. Yeah, he was like on everything. I like don't. Yeah, like I really fuck with Ja Rule. I wish he could have a comeback. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, maybe but, he'll, there'll be some nostalgia tour soon. But then like. I say that now, but then I'm thinking of Nelly's comeback, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> you weren't down with Drop Down and Get Your Eagle On? No, he, his comeback when he, like, like two months ago, when he came uh, out with, like, Portia. I didn't know that he was even trying. Oh, still. my God, stop. Like, he literally came out with a song called Portia that's, like, a weird-ass country song wow. about, yeah, it's so fucking weird. Huh, no shit. It's terrible. So did you get any writing jobs when you moved to the Bay? Yeah, I was interning at this magazine called Soma. And then I was, I got a job at San Francisco Bay Guardian and I, I like wrote about. Did they know you were 16? Um, no. And I couldn't get into any of the events. I said I was 18. Yeah. And like, I couldn't get into like any of the events of anything ever happening. So like I'd have to, I got a fake ID Uh because I had to write about like. How old did your fake ID say you were? 21. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. And then, uh, I actually got a job and i got to go on part of the pactive asheroth kid cuddy bob tour how long were you on the road for that um like two weeks or something for the bay area guardian yeah san francisco and, did any of the guys on the tour bus know that you were 16 well i had already known pactive mm-hmm. like before how um the like, internet no just like I, <laughs> my friend was like kind of like talking to one of them but she was older than me she was like Two years older than me. But they were all aware that you're underage, right? I don't know. Don't put anybody on blast. Uh, I don't know if they do, but I know them now. Yeah. And they now they're like, oh, you were so young then. Because, like, yeah. how are you 21 now? Yeah, yeah. Because you still look young <laughs> for 21. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I would imagine, like, five years ago, you probably pretty much look the same. Um, no, like, I mean, I wasn't tatted, mm. like, and I was that was illegal. <laughs> yeah. Cause you were too young. Well, I got this one. I got this, my biggest one when I was 17. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but, um, yeah, they d- didn't know, but like now, like when I talk to them, they're like, what the fuck? You must have been so young if you're only now just 21. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they just like even asked me or anything. Yeah. It was like, I wasn't like that, like involved in like talking to them, you know? And that was like when Asher's big hit came out or what? Was he the headliner? Um, no. 
I'm pretty sure oh, no, Kid, Kid Cudi was the yeah, headliner. Yeah, yeah. And B.O.B. B. might have that's been cra- second headliner. That's crazy that you were like so young. Because like B.O.B. is so new. Yeah. Like, like in, my, in my world, that fool feels like a new artist yeah. still. Well, I think I was 17 when I got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like 17. So what was that experience like? That's your first time being on the road like with, with yeah, touring cool. acts? Because I feel like you've been on the road now like for a few times. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was... Okay, this is really, really weird. Like, after like I left the Bay for like six months because I started a website with these kids. They went by Tsutari Trap House. And I think they still live here, but I don't talk to them. We like had a falling out, but we got, we got hired to work for MIA and we left, we left, um, San Francisco. This is when I was like 18 and came to move to LA for like six months. And, um, but when I, while we got like fired from MIA or whatever, we only worked there for like two weeks. And then um, this random group called the Nux. Oh yeah, I know. Who yeah, is. they like hit me up just randomly because I had like a weird Twitter. Like I was a part of weird Twitter, and I had like a crazy like online presence, but like I wasn't doing anything. I was right. just like making graphics and like writing still. And they like hit me up to go on tour with them, and I'm like, I don't, I like, I don't do anything. You're like I don't do anything. Yeah, and they were like, oh, just like, um, just come and tweet. No, they were literally like, come in perform like be the opening act and i was like but you didn't rap at that point no but then i was like all right and so like i wrote six songs just for the tour and went on tour with them and performed like this it was like a a month and a half tour we like went to like across america and i was the opening act but i never had made music that's crazy Uh, like were the nucks and it was close just, followers of your on of yours on Twitter. Like, did I you guys have no, any communication? I, no, with them? no. Like, I didn't even know them. Wow. Like, I never even met them. And when you were on the tour bus with them, did you ask them like, how did this happen? Like, they just like hit. They just were like, you're funny on Twitter, mm-hmm. and like, we want you to go on tour with us. And I literally had not made one track. Wow. So who produced the first um, thing? It was like oh, I just rapped over like random like EDM beats and like Mumbatone beats. Mm-hmm. It was like Mudchi and like I rapped over like some major laser beat. Like it was just like all like EDM shit. Cause I was yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What year was that? Um, I was eighteen. So like three years ago. Yeah. Did you discover that like oh wow I like making music? Well, I was like. I feel like I would I would be like while I was in LA I would go out a lot and like I would like steal the mic and just like MC over like dumb shit and just say dumb stuff like I wasn't rapping I was just like would yell like turn up shit you yeah know? yeah and I think they might have seen me at something like that and I like got yeah, the well, audience like I, hype I've told you this before I think when I first met you we met the Echo Plex and yeah. yeah main attractions and you came up to me and, and Adam was like oh yeah this is chippy nonstop and you just started freestyling at me. Okay, yeah. You just started freestyling, and I was. I like, have no recollection. Yeah, of, of course. That. Yeah, you you you, you were <laughs> faded that night. You were you were really, you were really out there. Turns up, um, but yeah, that's funny. So you would just steal the mic at events and go. Yeah, and just do like, your thing. Yeah, and I think they might have seen or, me at that, and like people would always tweet at me like, "Oh my god, like I saw you at this or whatever," and like turning up, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Like I, but I wouldn't realize that I'm doing shit like that, but like I. I guess like it was like a crazy like stage presence energy and I'd always like I danced my whole life because my mom's a dance teacher so like I like being on stage right so yeah I guess like that's how I made the transition of like making music yeah were you like an attention seeker as a child being that you were like kind of lonely you're basically an only child when you're when you're I I feel like when your sibling is a certain amount of years older than you you're basically I wasn't really an attention seeker like on my parents yeah but like yeah class clown 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would do dumb shit. Like, in Canada, there was this... I don't even know. This isn't even funny anymore. But, like, I would, like, go up... Like, in the middle of class, I would, like, lie down on my chair and do, like, this Superman, like, position. Yeah. Like, lie on my stomach, like, in the middle of, like, a history class. Yeah. And the teacher would be like, what are you doing? And I'd, like, get kicked out and, like, sent to the principal's office huh. and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, yeah... I was a class clown in one of my classes, but I was also, like, serious about school, so it was, like, weird. So, like, I wouldn't want to get kicked out of certain classes, but right. some, some of the ones where the teachers sucked, I would just fuck with the and, teachers. And when the, yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. I felt like I was more of a class clown in classes that I didn't have respect for the teacher or yeah. or where I thought I was smarter than the teacher. Oh, yeah. No, I always thought I was smarter than the teacher. Yeah, yeah. I was that asshole. I would often fall asleep. <laughs> I would often fall asleep in classes that had bad teachers and then teach myself the lesson yeah. when I got home, you know, yeah. from the book. And then sometimes I would, like be able to go in the next day and everybody would have like a certain answer wrong and, and it was because the teacher taught them the wrong way to do it and I would be able to explain it to yeah. them. That used to stoke me out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was, I made it about myself again. Yeah, it's all about you. You, got, you. you got me breaking character here. I don't know what's wrong. So yeah, you know, you're a class clown, you're seeking attention. Yeah. Like, you know, are you I'm close definitely to- an attention whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, was I it because the parents were always busy or what? Um, I don't know if it's that deep. It has to be deep. <laughs> There's issues here. I, I don't think I it's told that you, I'm deep. Gonna, I'm going to try to make you cry. I'm crying right now. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm <bawling>. Um. <laughs> um. No, I, don't, I honestly don't think it's that deep. I just like being on stage. Yeah. Did you start seeking attention from boys at a young age? No, I'm not. I wasn't really. I'm not really like that. Like, even now. I'm not trying to accuse you of being like that. No, no. Yeah, but I wasn't really, like, down for guys. Like, I was just, like, I was more down for myself. Yeah. Have you ever, (laughs) but have you ever been in love? Uh, no. No? I had one boyfriend and he robbed me. He robbed? Like, can you tell that story? That sounds funny. It literally, he literally robbed me. Like, uh, your house or what? Yeah, he stole all my shit. Really? Yeah. Man, I I was actually just dating a girl (laughs) whose, like, boyfriend robbed her. It's not, it's not good when that happens. His name, well, I don't know. I don't think. What's his name? Well, he went by Lil John, but it's not like the Lil John. Oh my God. It's not that like Little John. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait, Lil John robbed me. No, jeez. Um, yeah, but he went by Lil John. Wait, huh. this is sus. Can, uh, we, go, can we? What? T- we'll edit out. Lil no, John. it's fine. No, we'll edit out Lil John. <laughs> Wait, can we t- send him to jail through this podcast? Maybe <laughs> authorities, if you're listening and you know someone who goes by the pseudonym of Little John, not the one in Vegas. <laughs> you know no, pick him up kidding. yeah yeah so so you had a bad experience yeah. with the first boyfriend how long were you guys together before he robbed um, you seven months well, that's not even long either oh that's really long for me got, i've never had a, any other relationship why you got like some trust issues yeah of why course. why do you have trust issues because my only boyfriend robbed me yeah that's true <laughs> i mean yeah that's so weird like i, I always forget like that you and like started. also like now i feel like it's really weird because i don't know i'm in that like weird point where like I don't want them to know me, but I want th- like uh, like before like yeah. on the internet. Yeah, yeah. But then I don't want them to not like understand my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I'm like oh, and then I don't want them to be like oh, I know everything about you off Twitter on the internet. Right. It's like you know what I mean. W- once it's you're like, somewhat in the public eye, it's this weird thing where you yeah. want to you want to be real and you want to expose yourself on the internet, but you also it's yeah. also in a controlled way. So yeah. it's like you have the uh, illusion of being very open, but it's yeah. kind of walled off at the oh, same yeah. time. Oh yeah. No, I mean. A lot, like a lot of my internet personas, like jokes. Right, you know, it's, I, I'm not like out here spilling my like heart on yeah, Twitter. Like, yeah. no. But like, if you did, I would read more. Awkward. Pause. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, like I don't want to. 
I feel like I can't be in a relationship because I don't want to be with someone that like knows too much about me right. like or like some weird like part of me right. and then I don't want someone that doesn't get my life at all. Yeah. So you, it's like you I get male groupies? Oh yeah. Really? Is it bad? Uh I have a really like sub creepy ass people that cuz I I feel like I have really big boobs and that attracts like a weird type. Like me. <laughs> I'm very weird. No, I'm just kidding. No, I literally like I can't. Like I e- even if I'm wearing a baggy t-shirt on Instagram and I post a picture like all the comments are about my boobs. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I post a video, everybody just is like, oh, look, it's the white common. So it's like the same thing because <laughs> I'm yeah. bald and I have a beard. But, you and know, you like spit that knowledge. So much knowledge. <laughs> I drop so much knowledge. <laughs> no. Um, so after the Nux tour, yeah. you get a taste of the road. And did you like really like it? Oh, yeah. I was obsessed. Like, And so what happens after that? Do you like dedicate yourself a little more to music? Okay. What happened was Paul Devereaux from Mad Decent, like, saw me on stage also. Yeah. And was like, why don't you just, like, try to make your own music? Right. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm down. Like, actually record. And then okay. I went to the Mad Decent studio, and I recorded a bunch of shit with Paul, like, stuff that he produced. Right. But nothing ever happened of it. Like, uh-huh. I don't know where it is now. And and then you met Andy, like, through the Mad Decent guys, or what? I was just, I had, I had talked to Andy before on the internet. I yeah. was, I was like, friends with random people on the internet. Yeah, yeah, because you're part of Weird Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Andy Milanakis, good guy. I've done oh, a podcast yeah. with him in the past. No, he's, like, I was just telling someone the other day that he's, like, the most, like, humble dude. Very I, down to earth. Like, so humble, but, like, he, like, lives, like, a classy-ass life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, he... He's, he, like, classy as fuck, and you would never know. Super nice guy, and he, like, he's so real about celebrity you know what i mean like yeah. he, he'll fucking call people out for being assholes and celebrities and like he, yeah. he, he just keeps it so real I, I, i'm very down no i i like him a lot yeah yeah so how did you guys meet just um, oh, through, oh, because of weird twitter yeah and then like well i was it wasn't even weird twitter i would just tweet at him like all the time like being thirsty yeah because yeah. i like loved his show yeah i was yeah. like obsessed with him i thought he was like the funniest person ever he ha- i follow him on twitter and he has he retweets some of the like funniest like these girls look so normal but they tweet him the most vulgar shit know. you know what i mean it's, it's crazy so it's crazy there's so many like closet hoes on twitter yeah yeah, yeah. i'm one of them same yeah oh, no you're not <laughs> uh so, not closeted. so, so <laughs> when does andy hit you up and be like um, let's do a song no, well, what happened was, like, I was begging him to do a song, and then I told Paul, I was like, I really want to do a song with Andy, mm-hmm. and he never was this, said- Was this, like, after he did the song with Little B and stuff? Yeah, it was yeah, after that. Yeah, yeah, And he never set it up. Paul never set it up. Yeah. And then I was at, um, like, Mustache Mondays or something, yeah. uh, and I saw- or. I, I forgot who I was even with, yeah. but like I was with some people and they were like, oh, we're going to Andy's. And I was like, wait, I'm going to come. Yeah. And then Andy, I was like, Andy, let's like go to the studio. And I got there. I was just being thirsty as fuck. And then he was like, yeah, no, I'm down. Like, yeah. And then we went to the studio. We made like a series, like an actual rapping song together. Yeah. And like we didn't put it out. And were you dropping knowledge? No, not real knowledge. It was it wasn't like actually serious, but like yeah. it was like actually rapping. Like it wasn't like right, party right. with your pussy out over and over again. Right, right, right. But we like scrapped that totally and just went in the studio and started screaming like random words and then party with your pussy out came out. Yeah, and what was yeah. the reaction when that video dropped? Was uh, that kind of your like big introduction to the world? Well, I did use a choke before that. Right. Um which is what like it, it was posted on like big blogs that it was on World Star. Okay. So 
I guess um, I had that first. That was the first big break. It was it was the first thing I did, and then what was the feeling like when it was like getting posted everywhere? Were you like, oh, the internet is now mine? Um, no, I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah. I wasn't really like, I wasn't. I don't think I was trying to be an artist at that point, right? Or like until like probably like. Last year, I don't think I was trying to be an artist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good when you. I was you, just like fucking around. When you just fall into things, it's like good things happen. You know. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to make a song with Andy because I like loved Andy. It wasn't like, oh, I I can't wait to get this like publicity off this Andy Milodakis song. Right, like right. it wasn't like that. Right. Right. It was more like, oh my god, like it's like on my bucket list kind of thing. Right. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I mean, I still wasn't, like, thirsting to be an artist. Like, probably, like, until last year, I didn't take anything seriously. What made you start taking it serious? Um, well, I toured with on a big tour with Krayshawn and yeah. Honey Cocaine. Were you guys friends when you lived up in the Bay? You and Krayshawn? Um, actually, no, like, Diplo introduced us. And, like, I talked to her, obviously, on the internet. Yeah. Like, before that. And I knew her from the Bay. Like, I'd see her around. But yeah. we weren't, like, homies. Right. Everyone thinks that we're, like, childhood homies or something. Well, yeah, you guys seem like kindred spirits on the surface or something. Yeah, we're, like, I just feel like we have a lot in common. Yeah. And we're both... We're both like pretty similar, except I'm crazier. Uh-huh. She's pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, she's very down to earth character. Yeah, like and it. she like doesn't like really like turn up or anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she like when we're like chilling, like we're we have like a lot in common. So a I good like... a good rapport. So it worked out to be on tour with her. Yeah. When did you start turning up? Um. Well. Very early, yeah. Like when I was like when I moved to the when Bay. you went to back to Dubai and when you were fifteen. <laughs> when I was came out of the womb, I came out turned up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. But I mean, like, when did club culture become a big part um, of your life? Well, when actually, like the Bay, like club culture isn't really a thing. It's like more just like house parties and like getting really fucked up. Yeah. So I throw a lot of house parties at my apartment yeah and then just go to a bunch of house parties um when did wandering off become a thing for you what do you mean i've heard that like you're known to like get drunk and then be at a party and just kind of like wander off and go explore or something or like you get lost going places like <laughs> wait who told you that i don't know wait the little bird on my shoulder wait, does, does, this, does this or does this not happen i mean i like get really fucked up and i like i like just hanging out by myself a lot <laughs> why i don't know i'm weird i like like putting on my headphones and just walking around really drunk really yeah. like so you'll go to a party I just, like i even go to a party and put my headphones on at the party really yeah i'm that you guy. are you are a loner <laughs> i i don't know oh like i'm social though but like not when i'm at when not when i'm trying to listen to good it's, music it's like what cam says you know she would throw a pout how i'm showing out how i'm outgoing but don't be going out yeah you know what i'm saying exactly i'm literal we're cam. all we're always just all kind of alone yeah like i like going out but i don't like interacting while i'm out right i don't know if that's do you weird. hate small talk i hate small talk i hate small talk i like too. don't care to talk i don't i don't care to like know about like how you doing like how's pe- your day when like, people yeah. ask me how i'm doing like if i was to answer honestly i'd be I, they would be like dude you fucking suck get away from me <laughs> like so i just go oh i'm good how are you because i don't yeah. want to be like well, that's what everyone says right though now. so like that's like never an yeah, like yeah. good question no but you know sometimes people like they don't they don't they're not good at uh with social graces and they really do vent to you about like oh my god i hate that uh, like well then this happened and this happened and I i'm like i don't care about away. your fucking journey to the dmv like <laughs> shut up so. Oh my god, no. Like, I mean, I'm always great, though. That's good. Yeah. 
I'm always posy. I'm always middling. I'm always just I. You are what you think you are, so. Damn, that's deep. <laughs> I know. So anyhow, you start taking music seriously. <laughs> yeah. And you put out an EP last year? I, well, I put out Global School of Twerk like two years ago, mm. and that which was an EP. And then I put out Money Dance last summer. Yeah. And then I put Money out. Money Dance did well. Yeah. And then I put out something called Finally Verified, an EP called Finally Verified. Which like, is hilarious. It's like a ago. fucking hilarious title. I well, love that. Well, okay. Everyone thinks I'm like mad cheesy, like. By saying like, oh, I'm finally verified on Twitter, but it's not really like supposed I, I, I to be. I thought it was funny because I thought you were making fun of Big Sean. I'm literally making fun of Big Sean. Yeah. See, I got like, it. I was in on the joke. You, Yeah, you get it. Like I literally, everyone's like, oh, you're mad, like cheesy. Like you, you gave your album a name of like being finally verified on Twitter. You're so lame. But that's like super internet because like. But like I'm, yeah, like. Because like, rappers are concerned with being famous, but people that are internet are concerned with that blue check mark. But like I don't even, I honestly like ironic. don't care that much about, yeah, I'm very ironic. Like, yeah, yeah. and also I'm in love with Chief Keef. So um, if you're listening, I love you. So that's your first love? Uh, yeah. Chief? Do you think you would rob you? I think I would rob him. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. Um. I think I would rob Youngberg. You wouldn't be the first, nor the last, apparently. Um. Wait. No. Well, like, so Chief Keith called his thing "finally rich." Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like. So it was like finally famous, so like, finally I'm rich, finally this, verified. Yeah, I'm like in the same category as Big Sean and Chief Keith now. I agree. I agree. You are in the same category. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Yeah, just as poppin'. That's tight. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what happened after you started putting out your serious music? Um, I mean, it's still not like... Not, but now you're, yeah. out here, you're out here grinding now. Yeah, <laughs> like, hustling. Yeah, you're hustling. You know, getting that paper. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Are you having to do the whole, like, uh, manager and publicist and... I'm and, a publicist. Yeah. Uh, do you have a manager or you manage yourself? I kind of have a manager. I, it's not, like, real yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I feel I feel like that's that was like I kind of have a boyfriend but not really like maybe they're gonna be mad at you now like I thought I thought we were actually dating I thought I was really your manager yeah, I hope he doesn't listen to yeah this. don't listen to this manager <laughs> no but yeah it's like kind of I mean I haven't signed any like paperwork or yeah, anything yeah. I had a booking agent it was the same booking agent as Riff right but I'm I'm looking for a new one uh, also. Well, you heard it here first. Booking agents, <laughs> if you're listening, holler at Chippy. Yeah. I, I want to talk to you like kind of about the weird internet culture that you're a part of. Yeah. Because um, it's very interesting. It's And it's like as old as this makes me sound. It's very it's very cutting edge. <laughs> no, but like the I feel like the scene that you guys are are um, creating young or Cloud are a part gang. of. Yeah. Young Cloud Gang. <laughs> you and, and Brittany and, and uh you know, who else is involved in Young Cloud Gang? Um, Jasper, Lena, Damien, Bradley. Um, am I forgetting someone? I don't Franco. know. <laughs> like something that I would imagine kind of started off as like a tongue in cheek joke with you guys. has actually become uh, it like, pre it's pretty influential. No, it's like kind of insane. Cause like as weird as it sounds, like I see people that like don't even know about us speaking mm -hmm. like us on the internet. And like, I don't want to be like, no, I am going to say it. Like, we literally created that way of speaking. Yeah. Like, saying same to things that aren't same. Like, I hear everyone do that. Right, right. And, like, if you, all that If you shit. live in L.A. right now, everyone... If you say something, I'm hungry, somebody will respond with same, and that's it. And literally, the first person that I ever heard do it was Brittany Scott, who was, like, one of your friends. She's just sitting yeah. in the other room right now. Yeah. Shout out to Brittany. Not even, like, I'm hungry, same. It's like, uh, like oh, I went... 
diving with crocodiles. Yeah, and same. even if you didn't, it's like same. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> like, exactly. Or, or like, I don't know the, if that's like the weirdest. Or, or, like, the one of the things I picked up on you guys Twitter was you used to always say the fact that the fact or like the literal fact that yeah or like even sus I like di- I die. I literally die. Yeah. You know, so that kind of thing, like, it's funny when you talk about Miley Cyrus um, yeah. and what she's doing right now, it seems like, yeah, as if maybe you guys' little subculture has actually influenced Well, Miley's that. very Tumblr. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, we're not as Tumblr as her. Yeah. Really. We're more Twitter. I feel like you have to really be deep into the internet to understand the subtle differences between oh, Tumblr yeah. and Twitter. Oh, yeah. Tumblr is Were like, you ever Tumblr? Uh, I have a Tumblr, but I wasn't Tumblr okay. ever. Like, Kitty is kind of is really Tumblr. Well, Kitty, when we had her on the podcast, said she's not Tumblr. But she like posts like really personal shit on Tumblr, and, yeah. and she gets a lot of notes. Like, I don't I don't get notes on my Tumblr. Speaking of Kitty, when I had her on the podcast, you were in the other room chilling, yeah. and um, she mentioned this like Facebook group that she was a part of. Were you a part Wavery, of that as well? Yeah, yeah, you were a part of that as yeah. well. Did you feel like something was bubbling when you were a part of that Facebook group? Like, did you know that people um, were gonna like? Well, crack when them? when we got on it, um. Like ASAP Rocky was in it. Like yeah. he actually was like active on it. Yeah. And well, like, yeah, you said like he used to post on your wall or something on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Literally. And I like video chatted with him before and like mm. weird. But this is like. Hopefully you were of age. Yeah. No, I was. Good. It was like I wasn't sus. Actually, probably showed my boobs. <laughs> 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 um. But uh, yeah, like it was like when him and Space Ghost Perp were like fucking with each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a while ago right um but yeah like everyone on it is like a thing like ryan hemsworth is on it um a bunch of like dope producers and a lot of people that are just like influential and like know what's popping before it's popping and they just like listen to good shit right um it's just like kind of like a forum where people post music that i like right that each other like uh, a friend and I were talking about that that Facebook group and like like Yams was in it and stuff. Yeah, right? Yams. Like is he in seems it. like a very knowledgeable head. Oh yeah. Um, like there's a lot of ASAP people in it. Yeah, I mean, were those guys ASAP Blue? Were, were they putting you on to shit that you should be listening to? Like, um, honestly, like I was already like I'm I'm like huge at lurking on the internet, so I was already like finding these things yeah, by yeah. myself. But I, it was just like oh, sometimes you would see stuff, but it was. Like, mostly what they post is, like, really, really, like, ratchet rap anthems. Like, <laughs> like songs that you are kind of, like, hard to find. Like, um, like kind of Chief Keef wannabe, like, type. Right, right. You know, but not mainstream. Right. They post, like, things like that. Okay. A lot of the time. And then they post, like, their own music. Because everyone in there pretty much makes music or is a producer. There's a lot of people. There's Shadow Riders. Like, there's so many people in that group. Right. Um, there's a lot of people that don't make music, too, and, like, writers and journalists, like, people that write for, like, The Fader and stuff like that. So, Interesting. Yeah. With the Young Cloud Gang, like, you meet all <laughs> these people on the internet. When you meet them in real life, has it ever been awkward? Well, Young Cloud Gang, I knew personally. You, all, you knew them all already. Yeah. That became, that was an internet idea that was Brittany, drafted in real Brittany life. Brittany was actually someone that I didn't meet in real life before. Mm-hmm. Everyone else I do in real life before we were a gang. Before, <laughs> before we were a gang. Pre-gang. Pre-gang. How do you get jumped into the Young Clout gang? Um, you can't. You can't? Yeah, like Brittany was the last person jumped because she's like the best. Mm-hmm. And no one else, no one can be in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not an open group. Yeah. What's next for Chippy Nonstop? Um, well, I'm, I like kind of let things happen organically. I'm not like... 
I don't like to like force shit, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how everything works best. But I mean, I have like a rough idea of where I want to go, but I don't want to like you know predetermine like a destination and then say like that's the only thing mm-hmm. as far as I want to go. You know, right, right. So I just like kind of like leave fly the, by the seat of your pants. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I have like a layout of like where I want to go, but. I don't know, like, I'm kind of at a weird stage right now. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Right. Yeah. Do you think music will always be a part of it? Yeah. It will be. Yeah, definitely. Like, even if I'm not, like, making music to put out, like, myself, like, I feel like I'll always be involved in, like, maybe, like, A&R or, like, like, executive producing, like, picking beats. Like, I really like picking beats. Yeah, I, f- I feel like uh, a lot of what you guys do is, like, curation. Uh, like you, Yeah. You, like, I feel like I can curate in, like, any, like, angle of any art scene. You know, the fact that you were on the internet gaining this following when you s- admittedly said, like, I was literally doing nothing. I was just being on the internet. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like that's, like, the absolute definition of an influencer. It's, like, yeah. you were able to, like, you were able to define whatever this weird thing is that's called cool or that that is cool and, yeah. and, and let people know that it's cool and people are, like, and about was, that. Yeah, it was literally, it's weird because, like, I had this, like, grasp on people where, like, I could literally tweet, like, put $100 with my PayPal and, like, within an hour I would would have a bunch of money in my bank. Yeah, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying was, to get like that. Cause it I, wasn't even like I was like begging for it. I posted it one time. Yeah. And like random people. And I didn't have like that big of a following or doing anything at that time. Right. And I would get tons. Like I can't do it now because people know that I like make money. Yeah. So it's like awkward. But like, yeah. Huh. But yeah, when I wasn't doing anything, I would just post about wanting money. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta want money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is there's like this weird thing about being able to know what's cool and, and I yeah and I always I always am trying to put my finger I on it. I feel like a you lot do of what, or a lo- you don't. A lot of what this podcast I think is secretly about is like I try to have people in that I think are fucking cool and that understand what cool is. Yeah. And I and I just want to define it. Like I, I don't understand. Like I feel like there's what, like this. There's, what's cool is not trying you know yeah you know what i'm saying absolutely absolutely but i don't like intentionally do what's cool because like i think there's maybe by definition of what's cool like i don't do because like i'm so like i fuck up i like say all like you know i fuck up a lot and i say whatever on the internet that's probably not cool but, but the thing I is just like, do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think know. doing whatever is is what's cool. Doing whatever is what's cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're doing whatever, and uh, <laughs> that's how yeah. I wrap. That's how I always look for like a cool place to wrap up. Yeah, so you're like, like, oh, I'm glad that you're doing whatever. <laughs> no, but uh, been had doing whatever. Yeah, you've been had doing whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah. So you got a show coming up on the 19th. Yeah. This is gonna come out before that, so you can tell the people where the show is at. Um. Well, you know, it's a ham uh, it's on a, everything. It's a ham on everything party, so, so you have to. Yeah, you have to go to TV and you can find out you uh, get on the rsvp list yeah i'll probably be bartending the party yeah. that you play so there's and like feel feel free to bring your children because it's yeah it's all ages it's all ages so bring your kids <laughs> uh chippy will autograph their butts or yeah. their diapers let me sign your boobs let me sign. <laughs> there you go uh i'm gonna have her sign my boobs but uh, before <laughs> that tell the people where they can find you online chippy nonstop. Just Chippy underscore nonstop. You had an underscore? That's, yeah. That doesn't seem that internet. I had Chippy nonstop and it got hacked. Ooh. And then a bunch of cool people started following me. And I got the other one back. Mm-hmm. But then a bunch of cool people started following me on Chippy underscore nonstop. Mm-hmm. Then I felt like I was way more exclusive. Yeah. So like because my first few followers are like really cool people. Tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I kept it. Do you ever get mad at people in real life when they unfollow you? Um. Yeah. 
Mm. I'm that person that will call you out, like, and, like, give you, or, like, a cold shoulder because you've unfollowed me. So there, you heard her here first. If you're going to fucking follow her, don't unfollow her. Um, <laughs> anyhow, so find her at chippy underscore nonstop. You and can, you got a SoundCloud? Chippy nonstop. Chippy nonstop. I mean, just Google. Fucking Google me. Yeah. Everybody that's actually cool just says Google me. Yeah. So yeah, it's a <laughs> literal Google. There you go. Just Google her. Uh, my name is Lee. You guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery at I am database based with two S's. We're both the same on Instagram, slanging them filters. Oh yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. Chippy what is it? X nonstop. Chippy X nonstop. Someone is else is Chippy nonstop. And can you delete your? Profile, yeah, so. f- if you're fucking chippy uh, <laughs> underscore nonstop on Instagram, fuck you. No, it's just they have just chippy nonstop. That's fucked up. They they want they're trying to milk you for some money. I'm so mad. Fuck them. But uh, they've yeah. only posted four pictures. Sus. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at that's kind of neat, and you can find us on kindaneat.net or on the YouTube channel where we're gonna have the lovely chippy performing a song. What is the song gonna be called? Uh, I think I'm gonna do a song called Ether. So there you go. She's gonna <laughs> do the Nas classic Ether. No, I'm just kidding. She's gonna be doing a song called Ether on youtube.com slash that's kind of neat you guys have already turned off the podcast at this point and that is perfectly fine but we will see you again next week thank you for tuning in (laughs) that was kind of (laughs) neat